And here we are again with another podcast. Hello, welcome back. Um, this is number three, I believe, in this version of this podcast, the Swedish podcast, where we look at the paradox of living between two cultures. Um, this is a pretty special episode, actually, because we I managed to persuade the two other co-founders of Little Bear Abroad to sit down with me um, and of course, abiding by social distancing rules, um, via Zoom, talk about her, our ambitions and the future of Little Bear Abroad, how we see it going out and our lofty ambitions that we have. Um, it's, it is quite a long one, but do stick with it because <laughs> we do have some pretty interesting conversations. Um but before we have that conversation, I just wanted to just put out a little special special message here. Um, we all know that this is a pretty tough time for everybody right now, um, especially those who have their own businesses, are self-employed, um, gig workers, etc. Um, but like many small businesses around Stockholm and the rest of the world, Little Bear Broad um, is at risk of losing everything. We have a six-week countdown starting this week to save Little Bear Broad um, or else we don't exist anymore, basically. The studio won't exist. The website won't exist. Um, we, we personally cannot continue to finance Little Bear Broad um, if we don't take some drastic action now. We need our community, you guys, now. Any small amount that you can spare to keep our virtual doors open until we can actually get back into our studio to create that studio space again, to create that community space again, um, is... is, is, is would be would be priceless really ironically um and if you can't donate to the ways that we're going to show you how to donate in the um show notes of this episode um please share a page like a social media post follow us on instagram and on facebook um download this podcast send it to a friend just please um be assured that any kind of contact communication reach out um is so appreciated by us at this time um so that we can maintain this community we can keep it going um, so from me and from Stephanie and from Patricia, who you'll be hearing from in the next couple of seconds, I just wanted to say thank you so much for sticking with us so far. And please do stick around a little bit longer. This week's episode, of course, as we said already, is with our amazing two co-founders because you haven't heard from them yet and it's really important for this podcast to hear their voices because you know they produce 
the back end of this as well, giving content and uh, uh, ideas for, for speakers, as well as working and driving forward the machine, the engine that is Little Bear Abroad um, in the studio, with events, with working with partnerships and sponsorship and so on. So these two women have literally been essential in making Little Bear Abroad what it has become in the last six months. So I would, I'm delighted to introduce you to Stephanie Larabodier and Patricia Alvarado Salas. Hello. Hello. Hola. Yeah. Nice job saying the name. Ooh, finally, we have all our podcasts. We have our podcast. <laughs> um, I know I'm quite proud of myself that I got your second name right, Stephanie. Yeah, that's good. Um, my brother in law used to call me Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I still get called lick and lick, 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 lich, lichy, lich, licky. Yeah. It's weird. I don't understand why people can get that right. Anyway. Um, so yeah, in this podcast, I wanted to talk to both of you about your experience of Little Bear Abroad, how you found us, where you came, how you got to be where you are just now. Um, and, and what the future, what Little Bear Bro's future means to you, like what are your hopes and ambitions and dreams for bringing it something into the future? Um, but I think also to go back to the theme of this podcast, which is being stuck between like the paradox of being stuck between two cultures, having moved abroad to a different country, um, becoming accidental entrepreneurs and co-founders. Um, I'm sure it was not something that you set out to do when you arrived here. So, um, yeah, I just, I want to get your take on it. But first of all, just really short, sharp, brief introduction. Patty, do you want to start off? Well, my name is Patricia Alvarado. I'm Miss Venezuela. <laughs> I, I Sorry, did you say you're Miss Venezuela? <laughs> See, I say I Miss Venezuela. Oh, you missed Miss. Okay, you missed. She's Venezuela. No, no, I don't Venezuela. miss. I am a Miss <laughs> Venezuela. Sorry. Oh, you are? Are you? Seriously? No, <laughs> no, of course not. It, my God, you, you know how skinny you have to be for a be Miss Venezuela? Did exactly. I have yeah. some win recently? Oh, no, there, no it was, I don't know. Like Afri Africa. Yeah, yeah. Never no, mind, no. keep going. <laughs> you have to be tall and skinny so that was not the qualification uh, that I had in high school but uh, I moved uh, from from Venezuela when I was 26 years old and I moved to Mexico City and I moved there from Mexico to Sweden in 2013 and I landed in the north of Sweden so <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah bit, bit of a culture shock from mexico city there <laughs> oh my god yeah of course mm -hmm. uh, i mean from be so from being living in the i don't know if it's in the second place of the most crowded uh, city in the world to the kind of eighty thousand uh, inhabitants yeah it's that's i mean that is on every single level you could possibly imagine a, a huge culture shock so um just if you could really briefly tell us how did how did you cope with that? What was the coping mechanism that you dealt with that culture shock? Oh my God! I mean, I I, I prepare myself reading a lot, but mm -hmm. uh, I mean, oh my! I, I mean, I took all the brochures from the Sweden from the Swedish embassy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got sold down the river, didn't you? 
yeah easy reading easy reading very easy reading yeah and then i remember like reading all the blogs possible blogs that i could find about how I was living in umeo actually um and i remember that was so funny okay uh, i i think i remember thinking about who was living in sweden someone that that, that i did know and i remember three people because i didn't have anyone else <laughs> three three that have experience living in sweden one when he was like five years old so he doesn't remember anything about sweden he knows that he was super friendly and he was a kid mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had a great time mm-hmm. the se- <laughs> so the second was um uh, she was she does she she didn't live in in sweden she was living in denmark and mm-hmm. the third one was uh, someone which is my friend from isabel she is living in pasteros so mm-hmm. i don't know why i was thinking that i was going to live in another planet but i was <laughs> preparing myself to live in another planet apparently That's because i asked and i don't know why but i was super i was i don't know why because i thought that I, I was not going to be able to find meat. That was my, one of my biggest concerns, actually. <laughs> meat? Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is that everybody, what, what the people share uh, about Sweden is meatballs, is about, uh, but later, but it was about reindeer, it was about eating moose, and I was oh. like, oh. Okay. So you got the tourist version of Sweden. Yeah, so it was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to eat meat. And then I don't remember if someone read about the Norwegian thing about eating eating a whale. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, where am I going to live? So that's why I was super concerned about what I was going to find in the supermarket. So my question was, was about that thing. Uh, <laughs> How did that, so 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 then how did you find what what was the instigator for you to kind of get on board or or become a part of the little bear broad community oh my god that was amazing i i remember like searching and googling um because i mean i was i mean i was living in umeo so i mean i have lived in umeo for almost four years and a half so i i said to myself i know now i know everything about sweden <laughs> you know like I am the library, but no. Uh, so for me, from like I was living in an eighty thousand uh, town, and then moving to 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 Linge, to Stockholm, that was the piece of the piece of cake. But with the with the help of Little Bear Abroad, that that's what I found. <laughs> because I mean, in the sense that uh, you have so many resources and so many interesting. Uh, pieces in the in the in the website that mm. I was like this this is oh my god this is making my life super easier where to go where to find what to find so I was like okay I, I have to get into in touch with this woman Dios. Mm. oh my god like we said Jesus Maria y Jose in Spanish <laughs> <laughs> so how long ago was that how many years ago was that uh, in what was it in 2000 uh, when we recently moved in 2000 maybe maybe some yeah in 2018 one year yeah two years ago actually okay. yeah yeah uh, because i was going to you know what i was going to be with emma for almost six months uh-huh yeah without any i uh, with any day 
any daycare. So I was like, what I'm going to, what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, make Jill's nightmare. I'm going to follow her everywhere. <laughs> she did. Literally, she did. Everywhere I went, there she was. Every time I opened my email, there she was. <laughs> anyway, Steph, Steph, what's um, what was your um, how how did you come across? How did Little Bear Brood insipidly kind of drip feed its way into your life? Pause. No. Um, so I, I don't know if it was my husband or I that found it before we moved from Boston. But we, we found the site um, while he was interviewing, trying to find work over here. And kind of that's where we learned about what the kids care would be like um education um because we'd already been here he and i we knew kind of the layout uh i'm i i was very ready for a culture shock um mm -hmm. but the little bear broadside helped uh, helped helped me feel more comfortable with the kids coming yeah yeah um so that's where I found it and then when we, once we got here I tried play group a couple times didn't quite work for me but what did was mama matet mm. and so getting involved there really was important to me and I, I kind of found my village and my purpose there yeah good yeah I think I mean that's the thing that that is from my perspective having you know been doing this now for five years um you know that was the thing that I wanted to <laughs> that was the thing that I wanted to differentiate from other newbie stuff that was out there for Sweden because there's quite a lot of resources I mean some of it's um uh uh uh, state state written state run um stuff others you know it's independent privately run blogs and so on um but the, for me the big key indicator was there was nothing that was family focused there was nothing that was specifically about coming here arriving with a child or pregnant with a, their your first child or you know that kind of thing and that's how i felt when i first arrived here it was like trying to find the information that i needed to know without really even knowing what to ask for. Like I didn't right. know what the Swedish words were for um, Brixton, ha uh, 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 you know, Brixton, Braxton Hicks contraction. Uh, or, yeah. or I didn't know how to get a Pershun number for my kid because, you know, I didn't know that when, he, when she was born, it would just get handed to her. I didn't know all this stuff and I didn't know how to ask for it. So it was that kind of, that was where the, the need for me to, uh, um, but also as Patty said, and as both you said, to create a space whether it's digitally or physically that allowed people to feel as though they belonged because that's one that is what I a hundred percent missed out on when I first arrived here I mean there was nothing nothing that made me and I've told the story a, a million times about going to this expat coffee morning one morning and being um asked where my husband worked because that was the one defining factor that was going to get me into this expat club was right. where my husband worked 
And at that point going, well, hang on a minute. Isn't Sweden meant to be this really like egalitarian place where we all just kind of get along and everybody's equal? Why does my husband's job now have to make, have, why do I rely on my husband's job? Little did I know that would be the story for the rest of my experience in Sweden. But, you know, it's... <laughs> It's just, that's for me, when I, when that happened to me and I walked out of that situation going, I cannot possibly be the only person that is sitting in this situation, newly arrived, trying to find a place for my own, trying to find a, a, a space that kind of made me feel safe and able to ask these questions and able to access this information. It didn't exist. In 2015, it didn't exist. Um, it does now. Well, and what I can say uh, as well is that, sure, I, I mean, we could very easily Google Translate all those mm. government how-tos sure. and there were other resources as well, but the tone in which Little Bear is written that you started out with and that carries on today resonated. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard it, somebody say that to me before, by the way. You know, it was, it was just, I just, because one, we all know Google Translate can be like, woohoo, <laughs> it can throw up some interesting translations. <laughs> Hashtag translate fail. Yeah. Um, so, you know, from another white English speaking person, with that it, it it came across i understood what you were saying mm. and i emotionally connected mm. so not only was i able to understand that once i got there my kids and i would be okay and mm. i would have a resource to go to if i had questions because both my husband and i are american we knew nobody coming over here mm -hmm. um we yep. had up zero yep. uh community yeah um but I knew if I needed something, I, I could count on finding the answer from someone in the community at Little Bear Abroad, and they would get what I'm saying mm -hmm. from, from from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Patty, if you don't, um, Steph made an interesting point there about being, you know, a white native English speaker from America coming, you know, reading the blog and 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 kind of understanding not just the. Um, the content but kind of identifying with the tone how coming from venezuela and and not having english as your first language obviously um do you think that changed your experience of of little bear abroad is that something that is that something that we need to you know it's um you know just thinking outside the box here is that something that you think needs to change or needs to needs improved I mean, I, I love the tone. I, 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 the thing, you know, I was like thinking about the Steph intervention, <laughs> no. but I mean, in the sense that, you know what, when, when you're a mother, mm -hmm. it's a totally different experience because I mean, apparently, and, and I, and I, and I feel you, uh, Jill, because when I, when I remember like I've been this entrepreneur spirit, going around pregnant and with my baby you know for pitching and working in entrepreneurial competitions and being up there going with my stroller no matter in what business situation was your inumio 
And I think a lot of, of my friends, even Swedish friends, told me, oh my God, I, I admire you. I really mm -hmm. admire you. Because, I mean, you are being out there uh, with your baby and you don't, kind of, you don't care. And I was like kind of in delivery and I, and I was like competing with, <laughs> for, for, a, for, a, for a competition of like Venture Cup or something. No, eh. So the thing is that I, I was like thinking, I mean, I, we need to embrace that we are in Sweden and they have to, I, and they have to tolerate that I'm a new mother and I can bring my baby. I, mm -hmm. I need to, you know, sometimes I, you need to test, you, you need to test yourself as well, because I mean, for some, some, in some events it worked, in some other events it didn't work, in some events I, I found myself uh, having helpers with my baby. Yeah. But, but that was in Umeå, this is a small, this is a small city, uh, but, but then, you know, when, when I just started uh, reading about your the information I mean that you that you have written in the in the in the website and also um, realizing like in the international play group you were so welcoming to 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 talk to people and I was like feeling oh my god this is the place <laughs> you know like it clicked in my head you know like you feel me you're a mother mm. yeah <laughs> you know what i'm feeling you know you have been here and even though we are in a totally different culture you are you're english speaking and i am but we have something in common yeah well maybe a lot of things in common but uh, i think the things that brought all of us together is motherhood mm. because you know or or maybe we could say parenthood and be inclusive, be, be inclusive. <laughs> no, but you know, you're right. You're totally right. There is something very, very special about being a foreign born woman and a mother. It transcends a lot of the usual social stuff, shall I say? Um, whether it's, you know, about politics or geography or race or such and such and such you know I think motherhood parenthood transcends all of that stuff to make one go oh, right okay we're just all in this together this is you know this is bigger than all of that stuff it's a you know it's 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 emotions it's 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 stress it's and the problem is is that you can't describe it to anybody else unless they've gone through it already yeah, so I think, you know, and I think unless you've experienced that, <laughs> you don't get how it transcends everything else. You don't get how it can, you know, it, or it, it, it gets, it kind of gets you past that initial um, them and us situation that can sometimes happen. And mm. I think then again, it goes even further than that because it then becomes, it, it almost sort of heightens one's inclusivity for me it does for me it did anyway that's how that's my experience of it because it made me go because i was meeting so many hundreds of people every single day through playgroup online on uh email coming in through messenger people were contacting me from literally every corner of the world every corner of the world people come in come into contact with me through little bear abroad and it, and yeah, and it, it didn't, it, there was, and when we, when we met face to face in playgroup and, you know, you welcomed them and you said, 
come in, uh, can I make you a cup of tea? Do you want me to hold the baby while you go and have a pee? Do you want to, you know, how do you, do you want some help with something? You know, it kind of, you could literally see the relief trying to melt off their shoulders in terms of, you know, like, oh my God, right, finally, this is a place that I can sort of act myself. I can be, you know, I can, I can have a bit of a moan about being a mum and I can feel like I'm being listened to and that stuff that I'm thinking and feeling is valid you know that's the valid validity of it now whether or not that happened at playgroup or it happened at mama Murta, you know that was the idea that was this that was the kind of feeling that that I wanted to to, to offer people so I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that for you Patty that wasn't there wasn't any issue there with the no, I mean, and I think you mentioned there, there are three things that are reflecting about all this. Uh, I think there are three valuable uh, uh, insights that I that I feel that you when you when you write, uh, and I don't know, Steph, if you if you agree with this one, but something is um, the acceptance. <laughs> you know, like this is the situation, but you can you can I mean. You, you accept it. So it's like an acceptance. Okay, we are mothers. We are here in the boat together. You know, like, this is a situation. This is not going to change. <laughs> like, 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 now you're a mother, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, this, so, this sucks. You're allowed <laughs> yeah. to feel like it sucks. Yeah. Come join the party. We'll wallow with you. But then we'll also pick you back up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that's that's exact that is exactly how I. That's how that's that's kind of for me. It's a personal trait as well as a professional one. That kind of thing of you know I think it is immensely important for people to be allowed to feel all the feels. Like it's so important for people to feel that frustration to feel that joy if they're god they could be absolutely elated that they're here in this country uh, um to feel the you know the uh, deep anguish of homesickness or the shock of culture clash or whatever you know it's so important for people to feel like that and to have those feelings validated by others but then to be allowed to process them and allowed to go, right, okay. Those feelings are totally valid. Next. Right. What's next? I think that the other thing too is this, it's, it's not belittling. It's not like, oh, <laughs> well, we'll see how you feel in like two weeks. There's not, I feel, I feel like there is can, there's um, an opportunity for that to happen. And maybe it does in other um, international villages I haven't been a part a lot of them because I found mine at Little Bear um, but there isn't that and and that I think is so good and I hope that other people feel that way too mm. that yeah we will, uh, you know that go ahead I think it's because for me it's an acknowledgement after having met so many people over the years through Little Bear it's an acknowledgement that everybody goes through this journey differently. Every single person, every single person. And 
no two people will ever see or ha ever have the same life experience and hence therefore the same expectations and i think you know so if somebody comes to me and says oh my god this is the best thing i've ever done it's just the most amazing thing i've ever done i'm never ever going to go and say to them well give it six months yeah <laughs> just, i mean oh, because no. a fall, you know it's just awful um and i guess and i you know i'm 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 I know that everybody knows how I feel about these, but I think that's one of the reasons why I find some of the less formal online forums so toxic is because it's full of that. Um, and I think there's, a, there's areas of, you know, those forum, the forums, which are great, which is information sharing and local knowledge sharing. But there is a lot of that vibe, you know, of, you know, well, we know better. We know we, we've been there before. We know where you're going to be. Um, and I just don't ever want, like if people come to one of our events or if people came to a, a play group, I wouldn't, I would feel, I would be devastated if they felt like that, having been yeah. with them. Um, I can't remember where we got to with your... But, but uh, I was... I, I was okay. Yeah, no, but I was thinking about the other two things. And I think one of the most important thing is, is to have respect about the feelings of the people. Because also, I mean, 100%. one of the, I mean, one of the things that I, I, I really appreciate in, in my case, when I encounter you is like you were, you were listening to my, to my complaints, maybe, or my, or my suggestions, I think. And then uh, you, you, you accepted it. And then you suggested other things, but, but never kind of imposing your point of view or things. So I think that's an major thing because I, I have been in different kind of networks and as you were saying it's like we, we are always playing like a role uh, uh, everybody's putting their pocket face you know and then you, you, you get so tired sometimes mm -hmm. uh, for, for these kind of things but uh, but they don't even they don't care they don't listen to you what you are what you're talking or what you're saying so so this, this, this gave me the sense, uh, even reading, reading your, the material, gave me the sense that, uh, uh, that you were this kind of person. I mean, and the community has to be like this kind of respectful place. Uh, uh, and, and, and the third one is vulner vulnerability. And I think, well, you know, I know that you are both of, both of you are fan of Brene Brown about <laughs> the vulnerability thing. Um. Love her. Love Brene. Yeah, I know. But I, it's so nice because, I mean, in love, and, I, and I think I shared with you that one, Gil, that about, about being honest with our emotions. Mm. And uh, in, in the sense that in Latin America, everybody says that we are passionate about it. I, I, I mean, we cry, we cry, we dramatize things, but it's not, a, it's not about it. It's like we need to embrace these emotions. Because we are not make, I mean, and that's what makes us human. Mm. Uh, you you need to be able to, to be happy. You need to be able to be uh, sad. So, and, and this is super important for for women. So, yeah. in, in these these three things, made me think I I, need, I I belong here. I mean, this is kind of my village, as as Steph Steph was saying, because mm -hmm. you made me feel like that <laughs> mm. i think it's also about not having an agenda 
Um, so, you know, you go to these networks that you were talking about before, or these professional networks that you were mentioning, um, and a lot of them have agendas that go with them. And I think, you know, if you don't fit that particular agenda, then you're almost not really included in the conversation. Mm. Whereas with us or with Little Bear Abroad, they're the only agenda that I ever had with it was we just need to get the information out there. And just it just needs to be out there. People need to have this information. Life will be easier. People will stick around more. We won't have people leaving Stockholm. And people will feel as though they've actually made a home. That was it. That was the agenda. So there was no kind of uh, you know, there was no kind of hierarchy there. There was no fame seeking. There was no, um, I want to get to the top of this kind of pyramid. There was no competition type thing going on. It was just about get the information out there to people. And if we can connect people at the same time by, you know, through playgroup, through Mama Met It, through whatever, all power to us. That was the thing, you know, that, that was for me the driving factor. So I think not having an agenda helps people feel as though they can be themselves, be they, them, their, their real selves, as opposed to some kind of professional mask that they feel like they have to wear. Basically, that's, yeah. I think that segues really well into why I wanted to sign on mm-hmm. when you made your help me. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go under. <laughs> help me. Somebody come and help me. Yeah which was about a year ago today, by the way. Yeah. I, I remember talking to you in May. I think Patty signed on first. Mm-hmm. Then there was um, another gal um, that was, hope, was a ho- hopeful. And then I, remember, I think I remember sitting on a bench with you and Mary, uh, was it Maria Toria in like June? No, it was, I, I remember it was at the Mall of Scandinavia in the Starbucks. No, but it was before that. I, I, I feel like we were talking about like we both were supposed to go to a, a restaurant and we went to two separate ones. I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was really talking about signing on to be yeah. Yeah. A, a co-founder. And at that point we were at a completely different stage. We were yeah. talking yeah. way yeah. different things. And so I didn't know what was going on because I was looking at the time. I was still looking for paid work, mm. but I still really wanted to be involved and it. And it goes back to what you're talking about, that there was, there was no agenda. There was no pushing of a certain value or way you should experience your move or way you should experience who you are now. Mm. It was, let's just get you here. Let's mm. get you settled. Yeah. And, and, and both Patty and I, and, you know, upon meeting, upon discussing all these things, learned that we had that in common, that we saw great potential in that and, yeah. and bring it to other people outside of Stockholm, outside mm-hmm. of Omeo, outside of Sweden. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, the, the no agenda really. Mm-hmm. I and think I think that really that's why, why think we signed on. That's one of the reasons why I was getting so frustrated this time last year was because for four years I'd been working really very hard, very, very hard um days nights weekends um producing content researching things writing 
um, organizing events, doing the play group, making sure that people were getting connected, um, all of that kind of stuff. And it wasn't getting me anywhere fast. And I wanted, I just wanted to reach as many people as I possibly could to help people. It was all about helping people in order to make their lives a little bit better. Um, and, um, then in the March last year, I had this weird, horrible experience that we don't need to go into, but, um, it really made me think about the future of Little Bear Broad and how we were going to go forward. And it was at that point I realized that if I didn't actually bring anybody on, if I didn't have people to work with on this, if I didn't have co-founders to, to really connect the dots on Little Bear Broad, then it wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. So I'm just, I mean, looking back on what we've achieved in the last six months, which is, more than we have ever achieved, more than I have ever achieved in, with Little Bear Abroad in the four years beforehand, mm-hmm. um, which is credit to both of you. Um, I, I, I kind of, I'm just like, wow, it's, 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 it's incredible. It's amazing. It's amazing what's happened. And I, I, yeah, partly a lot of it's down to timing. Yeah. I think, but I don't think, um, you know, you said this before, I don't think I would be, I don't think I would have been secure enough or ready enough or grounded enough to be able to make the decisions that we have made with, right. the, with the physical space, with, right. the, with the events, with the moving, really, really pushing Mama Moot it forward in terms of the size of the events, the sponsorships, the scale, that kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. That's and 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 my hope and my ambition. I mean, we've we've talked about the next five years and what we want to achieve with Little Bear Broad and how we want to see it going. My ambition is that it, yeah, it's a multi-city entity. It's you know, we we, we have multiple sites across Sweden, possibly across Scandinavia. Um, we offer services from start to finish in terms of a person's journey to settling into Sweden with a family. Um, And I think, yeah, and I really hope that both of you have, or or kind of, I mean, I know that both of you are on board with that. (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying I'm hoping. (laughs) God almighty. Rude. You doubt me. (laughs) Rude. Um, Yeah. I mean, but what, I mean, what do you, what, what is the, what is the, what is your ambitions? What's the, oh, by the way, before we even go any further, can I tell people the good news? Sure. Yeah. <gasps> Stephanie got accepted into the master's program at Stockholm University. Woo! So it's very exciting. Very I have exciting. no idea what I'm going to do. Oh my God. Very proud. We're very proud. We're, very, we're like two proud parents. It's very proud. We're very proud. Very proud. Very proud. Um... <laughs> yeah, but what's your, what's your, I mean, what's, Oh, Shiza. Okay, so the 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 expectation is that I I am a what did you call it an accidental entrepreneur, but I've always been an entrepreneur. I've Sorry. had. I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is in the case of here. No, yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I did. I didn't plan to come here to start my own business. In fact, that was really scary. Like the idea of working in a startup. Um, my husband loves that. He wants to take those risks. For me, I'm like, ooh, I need the corporate blanket. And, you know, that's how I felt anyway, starting out. So 
Um, backstory, came here. My husband had the job. I didn't. I needed for my sanity, for my parenting, for um, the viability to stay in Sweden, needed to find work. And so I thought, well, this is a really good thing. It could become an even greater thing. And I could fill the time with using my expertise and my skills and learning more and becoming even more employable elsewhere by doing work here. Mm-hmm. While also getting to know people, growing my network, because as we've all figured out, maybe, hoping maybe we haven't all, networking is the key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so going forward, networking is still my thing I still want to I've always wanted to be international I've always wanted to work internationally I've wanted to understand other cultures and see what makes them tick and why they choose what they choose and coming here I obviously as as an international coming to a new place I understand the need for the services that we're hoping to provide in the future And I feel like my skill set is, quite honestly, pat myself on the back here, perfect to to (laughs) to, you know complement the the team and building that future. We want to we want to go internationally. Mm -hmm. We we want to move ourselves outside of Sweden because it's something that's needed everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I see the vision. I see the future. I do. Yes, I'm, I plan on going through this master's program because master's in, in America is um, unattainable based on finances alone, mm, yeah. uh, at least for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not, I guess, take advantage of the fact that we're in Sweden and I can do that. But I also plan to keep going with a little bear abroad because it's something that needs to be done and needs the international community deserves to be recognized, especially the sp- the following spouses who are majority women. Yeah. 72%, by the way, 72% Huge. of the following spouses are women. Huge number. Yeah. I mean, and at this point, who knows if that's going to grow or decline? I, I can, I can speculate. Mm. Um, but but I, it, that, it doesn't I think matter. That- no, it doesn't matter. But I think that's that neatly segues into the future of our work that we're looking for, that, that we have. I mean, we are really lucky enough to, you know, be hoping to work with some very exciting public um, bodies in the next, you know, a little while. Um, can't say who they are, would say, can't say, won't say. Um, but um, oh, it's kind mystery. of the mystery continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has really elevated, but it's elevated our um, mindset in terms of the, the, the future, the ambition that we have for Little Bear Broad. And it's really, for me, it's also validated everything that I have been working on for the last four years to the point where, you know, I'm now going, people are now going, yes, this is important. We are listening and we think what you're doing is really, really, really special and we need to continue to help you do this. So, I'm really excited that you guys are coming into the point, into that point, into this point of Little Bear Abroad, where it's finally being validated. And there's there's a on the horizon, a glimmer of kind of acknowledgement 
and and a need and an acknowledgement of the need for what we do which is huge it's huge yes you know and if there's anybody listening from any corporate companies any of the top five i'm going to mention them by name klarna spotify king any of you hello i'm talking to you we're happy to lend our services to your integration needs that's all i'm saying all i'm saying putting out there um (laughs) or others or others (laughs) anybody else out there unilever that was that was three not five (laughs) yeah i couldn't think of the other one uh ericsson there we go and of course the biggest one of all (laughs) volvo electrolyte all of you lovely people uh but yeah yeah you're 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 bleeding talent um by not uh by not acknowledging this this family um, that is attached to the talent that you've already got, um, and we can help you with that. Yes, uh, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Um, so we have a lot of ambition for um, Little Bear Board, including um, uh, preparation into the labour market programmes. Um, uh, we've also been working on language training, flexible language training for um, parenting. Um, as well we, that's something that's a massive ambition that I have that I really really need to work towards getting sorted um, and we have many other things that off the top of my head right now I can't think help 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 help, help. Uh, oh my god no we are going to build an name em- well we our well Patty's like we're gonna build an empire people <laughs> yes I mean I want to be in every in every thermos of coffee Hilarious. I mean, no, no, just kidding. But I mean, a thermos near you, Patty's face. Um, (laughs) Expansion of as expansion of English speaking activities for kids. um, Activities which enable people to feel as though they're part of a community. um, Events, networking. uh, Yeah, co-working space for parents. Um, uh, Yeah, that's um, those. I mean, they sound like lofty ambitions, but well, they're they're on the table. Yeah, um, and look what we've achieved in the last six months. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, if 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 we are not thinking about anything, uh, I mean, if if our listeners think that we need to add something else. Uh, bring it on <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. if there's something yeah. that, if there's something that we haven't um we haven't added yet 100 percent um i think but having said what, that sorry carry on the one thing i do want to add to that that i feel is missing mm-hmm. that we have we have talked about is being the bridge yes not just right not just what in in one directional you know getting the international i know you don't like this we're integrated into so that they feel at home so that they stay here so the talent is is here Mm -hmm. so that the families are here the connections are here where they've wanted to go in the first place but vice versa yeah Mm -hmm. and and that's in a policy way that's in a cultural way so it's a big ask yeah but to me, that is extremely important to have uh, the the bridge of of culture and and help us. Uh, LBA wants to be the facilitator. We want to help you meet in the middle 
and get to know each other and make Sweden all the better for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think making Sweden truly international, like yeah. truly international, um, because I think, yeah, the, yeah, there's a, the, a bridging, the, there's a bridging of the, a bridging of the two two needs to happen you know acting as a bridge between uh, native swedes and and international families is a hugely important aspect but as you were also saying yeah and just reaffirming the whole from a policy level from a, a legal level from a uh, employment law level bridging of the gap there just a recognition of it mm-hmm. to begin with would mm-hmm. be would be such a big step and yeah. it's not obviously it's not just Sweden alone no worldwide yeah but I hope I hope if anything recent events will get people to realize we're a global economy, a global economy we're a global place people are going to be constantly moving around you're not going to stop them from moving around and moving borders let's figure out for the future for our future generations that we're the mothers of how yeah. to make it work for everybody yeah raising raising the global future i think is yeah definitely i mean setting aside obviously global climate change yeah that's a big one maybe for another time um but i think if the the one thing the current situation and when we talk about the current situation we need we mean coronavirus pandemic um yeah. it's like we i really do hope no, I really, I, I don't hope, I know that there are going to, there are going to be some positives that, that do come out of this. I, I, you know, in terms of um, countries realizing that nationalism and isolationism is not necessarily the best way to continue international relations um, and that, you know, cooperation and global um, partnership is massively important however the problem that we face is that the the policy and the legal and the um uh, legislative stuff doesn't match that no we're not there yet and that's the issue that needs to change that's that's i think yeah i think that's where the changes need to be made they're archaic they need to be brought up to date anyway that's getting a bit deep well, why not start in Sweden? And Sweden can be the poster uh, child. Absolutely, and that's why I want you know it's a lot. It's it's a it's a it's a brilliant brilliant bit of you know positive news to come out of Sweden is to be the poster child for changing employment law, changing migration law, changing um, all of the 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 stuff, the bureaucracy that goes around with global transitions and uh, and working people. Stockholm CEO, are you listening? <laughs> Anna, Anna, hello. We can help you. But I think I think one of our, I mean, is raising these voices because I mean, every every story counts, and and just acknowledging them is super 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 important i mean i mean and 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 i it's really interesting that you are mentioning it because i it's not about volume it's about you know like this this minority group 
that also have feelings, that also is part of the system, that also brings a lot of value uh, and, and, uh, and in, in, in a lot of senses, in a lot of perspectives. So it's acknowledging these voices as well. I think um, it's not only about gender, gender equality and, and it's not only about diversity, it's about also, I think it's also about uh, validating family units and validating uh, the importance of motherhood in somehow. Because, I mean, uh, face it, apparently in the world, being a mother is like a cross. And like you, <laughs> you are doing something wrong. And then, of course, if you bring to the to the table all, all the layers of being a female, being also foreigner, then it's more and more things for, for that for that back to, to have, to mm. carry on. Mm. So I think uh, our job, and this is one of the things that I feel like uh, is our kind of responsibility is to to have this on, on kind of on paper, you know, like these are our stories and you have to listen to this. And we, we kind of are the voices of, of these people. And I think that's why I and, get all these really, women. Actually. I think that's why I get really annoyed. I get really annoyed when people say, oh, but you know, it's all focused on women. You know, it's like, you know, this is like, why are you so sexist? And I'm like, mm, actually, uh, this you know, we bear the emotional burden of pretty much this entire experience. You know, we are the ones who, the women are the ones who are bearing the emotional labor of this entire, you know, immigrant experience. And immigrant immigration is still male normative. It's still male normative. You know, you know, you, if if you were to say to somebody, "Oh, there's um, an immigrant living next door," the image that they are going to bring to their mind immediately is going to be a young guy. That's it, because it's male normative. So that's another reason, exactly, Patty. We, you know, changing changing the conversation, including women, including foreign-born women, into this story of migration, into the story of. Um, you know what what does it look like for them to 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 integrate nobody knows these companies don't know they don't understand especially when it, and then you add motherhood into that you know it's like you know throw their hands up in the air and go you know you know <laughs> it's like it's 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 genuinely they're just like i don't know i don't know what that means like you know what does it mean to be a foreign born mother living in a different country but why also, isn't she working? I don't understand why she's not working. Why is she not working? So weird. Why is she not learning Swedish? And why is she, you know, because she's carrying the emotional burden of an entire family, and also trying to get everybody on the right track, doing the right thing without thinking about herself first. That's why she's supporting her husband in his new job that she's just started, and he's stressed out of his box. He's trying. She's trying to look after two kids who've never not been in daycare before until now. And she's going out of her mind trying to keep them entertained. Why is she not learning Swedish? Because she physically doesn't have the mental capacity to do it, okay? That's, you know, and in this day and age, it should not be expected for somebody to do a, an 18 hour job, which is full-time care of two young people 
and then go to another job to learn languages four times a night, four times a week. Whilst I mean, losing her financial independence. Whilst and... losing her financial independence while losing her identity, mm-hmm. trying, to put, for, trying to rebuild all of this sort of stuff. No, no. I mean, and people do it. People do it all the time. And the authorities are going, why do we, why is there so few foreign born women getting jobs in Sweden? Why is there few, so few? Because they're going out of their minds slowly, trying to keep up with the expectations of everybody else. That's it. That's why. Rant over, soapbox done. And but, that, but, in a nutshell, friends, no, is why I think, we're here. I, I mean, it's so interesting because in, in and, and this is what I love about working with the Robert Abroad, is that all these topics have names. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not only about feelings anymore or stories, it's because the, these phenomena, or I don't know if it's the right term for that one, have terms and terminology or concepts. I mean, in the sense that, uh, we are also changing how mig- how minority looks like because I mean uh, remember we I know that we have have this conversation before but we thought maybe is is I am the wrong person I, you know like I am the wrong immigrant uh, oh, yeah. I'm being the good immigrant and the bad immigrant because mm-hmm. apparently like the immigrant image that everybody has is not only about the, being a male, but apparently has to have some other kind of characteristics. And and working with you guys, I mean, and working with the Libra Abroad also has brought a lot of other things uh, dealing with inclusion, dealing with uh, diversity, dealing, I mean, with other kind of issues that brings the mobility, actually. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I think... Uh, yeah. It's a very convoluted, multi-layered um, concept: um, diversity and inclusion, and and uh, you know, what do those what do those terms mean? Um, but I think there's ultimately the thing that we are looking at right now, and that we're focusing on is foreign-born mothers trying to trying to trying to rediscover trying to reestablish them, themselves their identity who they are their professional personal autonomy you know create a life for themselves which is which which is autonomous and i think that's a really important thing to state here is that they are there so they are not dependent on their partner thank you thank you no, but you know what? I was I was thinking about yeah. it because I mean being realistic, we are not the business women type. I mean, in the sense we are business women, of course. And 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 I love that. But it's not that we are changing also the how do you say the stereotype of being a business woman. Because yes, yes, yes. I mean 100%. and 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 we and, and I really appreciate that you also so, I mean, you are in the same process as, as I mean, every mother. I mean, we are mothers. <laughs> we are wives. We have so many roles in our lives. But also, I mean, 
and, and, and the business and, and the operability is also part of our life. So, I mean, in the sense that we cannot abandon our, our business, even if we, we, don't feel, we, we don't feel like today we, we want to work with it. So sometimes, of course, we need to acknowledge and, and accept that we have this feeling because we don't feel it. I mean, uh, the crisis and the, the, the COVID has have a major effects on us as well, mentally, physically, emotionally, yeah. because we were feeling like we had the super energy. We were going somewhere and then finally, okay, let's lock down. Let's, let's rechange, rechange the whole business. And right? do not get me wrong. There's going to be some really, really hard decisions that take place in the next two weeks. Um, which are going to impact Little Bear Broad massively, massively um, in terms of uh, capital, in terms of liquidity, um, being able to continue paying rent on a space that we no longer are using um, because we've had to refund money for things that are not necessarily going to be able to happen in the next two or three weeks. So I think, you know, this is a, this is a kind of a preemptive uh, shout out to our community, to our listeners saying, um, we're really going to need the community to stand behind us in the next couple of weeks. We're going to yes. need some, uh, some intervention in order for Little Bear Broad to retain its physical presence as well as its online presence. Um, but you'll be hearing more about that as, as, as it unfolds. At the moment, we're taking it one day at a time because this is a fast-paced moving situation and we don't know what's gonna come next or how it's gonna come, when it's gonna come. Um, but it just, just so you guys, as our community members, our listeners know, um, we're not out of the woods yet. Anyway, yeah. um, we've been talking for two hours now. <laughs> well, so, aside from the first hiccup, uh, you're saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, we had a slight technical failure beforehand, but we managed to regroup and now we're back. Uh, but we have, have been fun editing. Half that I will do. Um, and um, I, yeah, thank you so much for this very open, frank discussion, this chat. Um, that's what I want this, the, the Swedish podcast to be about. Um, I think people have got a really good sense of where we're all at, how we all feel. Um, the paradox that we feel between being stuck between our own cultures and what our expectations and experiences of being in Sweden has been. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add, either of you? Just stick with us. Stick with us while we while while we get through this current situation and while we grow. Yeah. Share share our our things if it resonates with you. If you like it, if you think it works, if you want to just share what you're involved with, share it on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Get the word continue i should say continue to get the word out about little bear abroad and how it's affected you or what it's done for you um and also do not be afraid to give us feedback constructive or positive we're 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 here to take it yeah we're big girls 
we can yeah. we can take the constructive feedback Definitely. because the, the the point at the end of the day is we're trying to make something that works for not everyone can't please everyone but for the international community to establish themselves feel at home feel informed and feel feel they know who they are again yeah definitely yeah comfort culture and community that is what what we're that's what we're about that is what we're about that's what little bird was about um i just want to say lastly um we love you the community you have no idea how much you mean to us um yeah we love you stay safe stay informed stay with us (laughs) and uh keep listening thank you Bye. bye thank you for listening bye bye girls <laughs>